Previously on the Dave and Steve Show. Steve, what is the hardware story? Oh. We go through this every week. You're talking into the microphone with your ear effectively. Fine. How's this? Is it not better? Like it's not going to work for you? Like he manages a cover band in his part time. Right. Probably. Right. Yeah. In the he evenings. Does. Like yes, I, anyway. They're all going to fly in formation around my head and like with their little needle faces and like stab me in the eyes. Yeah. Wonderful. You don't, you can't do that. You don't spoil what the minute's going to be. Uh, I'm lying anyway. Okay. <laughs> we know he's not going to do that as the minutes. Never what we want him to do. Yeah, he's going to do a Dave can't tell me what to do with my minute minute. Show number 85, I am Steve, and sitting right alongside me, Amir, who the heck knows how far away is the lovely and buxom Tracy. Hey there. You know uh, what really bothers me? What's Steve? that? What's that? It's people who say, hey, can you scratch your mic a little quick to make sure that we're on the same mic? All right. I was just curious. Yeah. That, that sounded right. Yeah, it, it's... It, might be, it might be my headphones. Oh, so, can you scratch well, your head? No, what really bugs me is when someone says you're beautiful, but you're beautiful inside and out. Oh, um, right. it, uh, I would prefer it if somebody said, hey, you're beautiful outside and in. Like, you know, look, I know I'm beautiful inside. My mom spent a lot of time telling me that um, before I would leave for school in the morning. And, uh, and, and so... Outside first, please. I I don't I don't care about anything except the outside, really, because I feel like they're telling me I'm beautiful on the inside, so they don't feel creepy about objectifying me about the outside. But I'm okay being objectified. I, That's I, I don't want the patronizing. I'm I'm at the point where I need that objectification. I really I, I need more of that. And yeah, but please, so. If you're anyway, if you're out there, listeners, um, and you, you you feel like you need to give a compliment to somebody, drop a compliment to us at uh, the Dave and Steve Show at Gmail. What is that the is that the right? Yeah, email? The, the Dave and Steve Show at Gmail dot com. And be sure to mention how good he looks on the podcast. Oh, please that, do. That would be lovely. Yeah, please please do. I shaved for this. Um, I didn't. I didn't shave. I didn't yes, shave for uh, this. I can confirm that. Yes. But uh, we have a we have a good show, believe it or not. Even though, um, where is Dave? Is he? He's in New Zealand. That's where he is. New York. That's he's in New York. New York. He's yeah. New uh, New Brunswick. New no. Haven. New. New Finland. Amsterdam. New Finland. Yes. <laughs> he's in a he's he's someplace else. He he wished he could be here. He really did. Uh, he also said, "Don't do a show without me." Um, but we're we're gonna do yeah. it. We're gonna yeah, do a show just, without him. Yeah, very often we've stopped listening to what he says to do. Exactly. But, uh, it, yeah. And this this is going to be it. This is going to be it. So uh, what we've come up with is uh, Tracy and I have quite a bit of Harry Potter talk uh, we're going to be doing. Um, I'm going to be talking about all the houses that uh, that are in the Harry Potter universe. Uh, it, it, there are different houses in Europe versus the Americas. Uh, because they're different different s schools 
of witchcraft and wizardry. So these are like fraternities then, right? Kind of, kind of. They're different different groups of houses, and it's just an easier way to... Uh, um, so it's, it's kind of like the movie Animal House, except in a, in a fantasy world. Right. And Harry Potter is John Belushi. Uh, Harry Potter, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yes. finally I've tied the knot on that. I've never really understood the Harry Potter universe, but I think linking it to something that I and uh, that I endear and holds close to my heart helps a little bit. Yeah, if you need help in book four uh, is when Harry Potter breaks the guitar over the top of uh, Ron uh, Ron Weasley's head. Right, so, right. Yeah, That was a terrible folk song anyway, so. <laughs> I gave my love a chicken. <laughs> oh, what a delight. Um, so I... We, we're going to have all the same stuff that you enjoy, uh, the, the minutes here, uh, we're going to have headlines. I, I, I definitely want to compliment Tracy on the episode that he did last week, the, uh, the clip episode, which was an irregular clip episode. He actually reached all the way back to the original uh, version of the show. As most If you're just catching up with the Dave and Steve show, you're realizing that this is the second iteration of the Dave and Steve show. The uh, first iteration, the, or as we like to call it, the successful popular years yes. <laughs> of the show where uh, we had, we had many, many more listeners and, uh, and a lot. And just, we, we didn't know what we were doing, but it was the wild west of podcasting. So what the heck, why not? Um, we, we did it anyway. Um, he reached back to that era and grabbed some things uh, from there, uh, things that uh, aged better than other things that he didn't grab, which is fine. Uh, yeah, and that was there, there's a lot of cherry picking that goes on because uh, time had not been kind to uh, to a lot of our content at the time. That's fine, and that's why it's archived and buried away forever. Um, it kind of reminded me of uh, watching like Easy Rider. Uh, with uh, Peter Fonda, and I remember uh, just watching it, saying, "This is this is unwatchable filth. I don't want to watch this. How in the world is this a classic movie?" I still watched the whole thing, but I was disgusted with myself for doing it. And the same way, going through our sound archives, it was the same way. I took a I took a shower after listening <laughs> well, to a lot of our some stuff. of that stuff is uh, you know I mean the audio alone just the 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 mics we were using back then and the the equipment and all that it, oh, it was, just the technology of delivering podcasts there used to be bandwidth restrictions and you'd file out to be a certain size and so yeah you know, the audio quality was different and it was a different time but uh it's uh that was the black and white tv days of podcasting but uh people enjoyed it for sure yeah yeah, it, it, for some reason, but uh, it was fun to hear that stuff, and I think you did a great job. Thanks a lot for putting that together. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Um, Dave and I did nothing. It was uh, it was it was great. It was absolutely great. So um, tonight, uh, Tracy and I are going to just talk about a few things that happened to us. I know Tracy, you made a big deal about not being with anybody on Thanksgiving, and I. When you were describing it, I was jealous. <laughs> uh, I mean, not jealous, jealous, but I'm like, wow, I wonder what that would be like. That sounds like it would be nice, although I, I don't think I would go cereal. I think yeah, I would it's go... Yeah, it's a mixed bag. It really is, because it's uh, there's, a, like, there's a couple aspects of it. I kind of shared some of that story last week, but it, it's really like... 
I'm okay being alone. That part's fine. And then the other part of it is like, well, you also kind of need to keep it quiet because you don't want to advertise that you're okay being alone on a day that people don't want you to be alone. They want you to celebrate. And so you feel you, you in the eyes of other people, you seem inordinately lonely. And then as it turned out, I was accidentally without some of the basic things that I'd want on any day, right? not just Thanksgiving. So I ended up, I ended up pathetically eating cereal uh, on Thanksgiving, and that wasn't that was worse than I wanted it to be. I planned poorly, and that didn't work out the way I wanted. it. So it was a mixed bag. I, I I kind of kind of enjoyed it, but I know I I know being alone, I had a better Thanksgiving than some people did with family in a more traditional setting. Yeah, I I actually I had a great time. Um, we had uh, Thanksgiving Day, and my folks came over. And we had, we had purchased two turkeys about the exact same size and they both turned out great. <laughs> they both turned awesome. out really, really great. Um, and did, uh, you know, did some, my mom brought over a bunch of sides, um, that, um, uh, we asked her to just to, um, I, frankly, they brought over some of their canned pickles, which I absolutely love. I think I've talked about them before. They're really good. And, the um uh, i think mom brought over some stuffing and she brought over some you know some pies and it was it was really it was really a nice um kind of a quiet so small gathering you gallery. posted a picture so there was Ron and Sharon and you and your wife and Zach of course and mm -hmm. your wife has a name but it's like she I, does somehow i i just I did I just did not include her name <laughs> yeah. what is that all about i was the only one in so Wendy was there as well your wife yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and your other wife so the um so lovely picture. You said, who took the photo? You were all in the photo. Um, I, I set up the timer and, uh, and I, oh, and I, and I did it on my you were phone. all holding up the drinks, kind of toasting to the gear. And it was very, it was lovely. And if you noticed my glass, um, it was not full of anything. It had nothing in it. And I held up an empty glass. <laughs> I don't know why, but it seemed like the thing to do. You know, not everybody held up a glass. A bunch of us did, but I, I hold up a glass. Hey, look at that. And I'm like, nobody's going to know that, that there's nothing in this glass. But there is nothing in that glass. Um, so you, you didn't even have the presence to uh, just edit it and something in. So what, what, was, it, what was in <laughs> Zach's glass? He looked a little glossy-eyed. Um, that it was, um, it was a, uh, it was a limited release Guinness. Oh, um, beautiful. Yeah. That is lovely. Yeah. That he, lovely. uh, he loves the Martinelli's like he really likes the Martinelli's. Uh, and honestly, so every once in a while in the summertime, I will buy a bottle of Martinelli's just to drink it like a, like a freak on the freeway. I like to <laughs> just look over at somebody because you can't like, it's, it's a thing that it looks like a champagne bottle. Yep. Um, and everybody can get a little you can tell. foil hanging off of there. Like you just, you were very <laughs> like, hasty in the way that you opened it. And, uh, like I just sabered that sucker, like right out the window. Just if I, if I've worked out in the yard on a really hot day and I come in and I'm dehydrated, like my body is like, my body betrays me in so many different ways. And, and, and it's, it's a, the list is long, but one of it, it was, I'm like, I need to get some water. And my body's like, no, you need you need a bottle of Martinelli's. That's yeah. what you need. And I'm like, that sounds like a great idea. And a body. big one. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. So I'll, I will just down the whole thing. And, and 
I have to be really careful because if I drink like as much as like my brain's telling me to drink, uh-huh. uh, it does things to my body that no, nothing I, you know, just imagine eating like 20 pounds of cherries. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. yeah. That's what, what an apt uh, thing to like <laughs> say, wow, he's going to say this is going to be like, oh, just imagine, you know, drinking like a bottle of Jägermeister. <laughs> yeah, like a bottle of Jägermeister and Martinelli's. There, it's basically the same thing. It's not the same thing. It is no, not, not. It is no, not. Um, but uh, uh, as as it goes, I do. I, I do enjoy like uh, taking a big bottle of Martinelli's every once in a while, just randomly, and then just looking like I am champagneing it just out in public, and that. It's a great one. It's a great little gag to pull once. Has so. it, has anybody ever like? Has there been nine one one calls and? Not yet. Um, okay. But I mean, you give them you give them a look, and then if if they're really <laughs> if you if you see that it's really troubling them, you let them see the label, and it's instantly recognizable. Um, but uh, but if you're on the road and you're and you're going and you're moving along and you, you want to look over at somebody like like. <laughs> Today's the day, right? You're hitting rock bottom today. Yeah. <laughs> you look over at him and you and you little little come out the side of your mouth. <laughs> just just a little just a little out the side of your mouth. A little mouth. bubbly. A little bubbly trickling out the corner. Yeah. And you, and, and if if it's if it's great, it's a hot day, you're not wearing a shirt while driving a car, which is another thing entirely. But uh that'll next level it, absolutely. And uh I can't remember the last time I saw someone just driving around without a shirt on. That um, and in in a hard top, that there's a difference, right? If if you see somebody with a shirt off in a in a convertible, it's like okay, they have a convertible. They're just being, you know, whatever. But it seems to me that it is lower class to not wear a shirt while in a like a hard top car, um, <laughs> just be because it's like. They're not enjoying the sunshine. That this is not. They're they're wearing a shirt because they ha- they don't have a shirt or yeah. you know they're yeah whatever. This, this is like the the bathrobe outside the house. When, once you step across that front door threshold and you're in a bathtub, you've yeah. stepped into crazy person <laughs> land. Like you're an insane person. You yeah. don't you don't look like you're mentally well at all. Once you but like come back into the house you're comfortable and relaxed you're enjoying life right step out into the front yard and uh, you know water the lawn in your bathrobe nope you're an insane person at that point <laughs> it's tr- it's true it's true and i have done that and uh i am i am certain that i have been labeled a crazy person but uh um let's see a c- couple of things i wanted to i wanted to mention that really caught my attention uh, things that happened at, at the different, uh, Thanksgiving. So the first one I mentioned was with my parents and you saw the photo. Right. And that was great. That was a lot of fun. Um, and the second one was with, uh, we hosted Wendy's family on Saturday and there were a lot more people and another Turkey and, you know, different sides. Um, I'm going to talk about, um, the one with my parents first on Thanksgiving because it was Thanksgiving and my sister lives on the other side of the country, 
we were going to um, do a sh uh, do a <laughs> we're going to do a show. No, we were going to do a call with them, a video call, and my parents thought it would be easier to do it with the with the Alexa Echo, um, the right. the video screen thing. Um, we have an Echo in our um, house, but it's not a it's not a screen one. It's just a regular Echo, and we use it all the time. It's on all the time, whatever. So they they plug theirs in right in the same room that ours is in and so you don't get ahead of me on this um right because it it, it it's not this is not a one dimension joke that happens here this is <laughs> this is a multi this is a thick rich um humor experience that i i'm really gonna try to get right that you okay. can that you can really hear um and what happened was we we set it up and and you'd think that a lot of your your you know uh settings would just follow you where you go right and they do kind of but um my my parents had to set up their echo on our wi-fi okay so right. they needed they needed our wi-fi so i got it set up on our wi-fi now in order for them to uh, make it connect to our Wi-Fi and ensure it was them, they had to put in their uh, their Amazon uh, password. Sure. And the, that's where that's where the first level gets you know wacky. It's like okay, um, okay, Dad, put in your Amazon password, and then he he asked Alexa what his password was oh um, wow good and, thinking and so our alexa was like uh i cannot tell you your password and the other one is like i can't tell you your password either. so i had two alexas in the same room and and they answered to the same name so uh that was that was great so he didn't Wouldn't have be funny of like one of the one of them had gone a little rogue and was like i'll tell you the password well that <laughs> <laughs> that's what we were <laughs> we're wondering what's going to happen here this, it's the, they're going to start they're be, going to become you know uh, they're going to they're going to activate or whatever become uh, what what do you say when when AI becomes um, not cognizant or whatever <clears throat> self realizes or whatever yeah. um, so uh he's he's not certain of his password which all of us i i you just saw me go into my phone and yes. get get a password that i needed um i didn't have it he didn't have his but my mom and my dad share the same amazon account so he asked my mom for her password because they're it's the same and um and she asked Alexa for her password. Oh, no. And then they ping-pong back and forth on that, which is an honest mistake because she's in the other room. She didn't know what was going on. And, the, and so it happened again, and I started to get the giggles. And and it's very frustrating when you're, when you're the one that's trying to get this done and it's your information. But it is absolutely hysterical when you are... Uh, when you're the person on the outside, you know, wh where it's easy to be you. 
Um, so we go about it a couple of times. We, we, we run through the same, you know, series. Well, without that password, it's not going to work. Well, you know, who might have the, where can I get the password? Can I email the, and everything that you need to do, it just, he has it written down at home. There's no way we're going to be able to get this thing going. So, but it's okay. So he leaves it, he leaves it on in the, uh, in the kitchen. And then we're in the other room and we're asking, we're asking Alexa to play uh, Christmas music or whatever. So our Alexa will play the Christmas music, but the other Alexa heard the command, but promptly said, um, you're going to need to enter your password. And, and because the other Alexa could hear that it was asking (laughs) back and forth, they're they're talking back and forth and they're, they're like fighting it out. Right. Like, no, I cannot give you my password. This is like just a robot fighting. And all you want is Christmas music. And they're like, saws are coming out and everything and then one would one would play the music and then the other one wouldn't and it it would seem like the other one would be like kind of pissed that the other one was playing music which one was the one that like was felt like a little more uh judgy a little more grudgier um i think the one that didn't have a password was a little um was a little more upset um but at the same time hours that had the password that was activated um seemed a little flippant in like they like giving it back oh well um this is what i found on the web this is in and gave like oh it's just like you can't go on the web you don't have a password i have a password why don't you have a password it was so was your did you have a discussion with your alexa afterwards and the, and the alexa's like you should not invite other Alexis over <laughs> for Thanksgiving. <laughs> and my phone, Siri's going off on my phone and like really this upset. Is the, this is like the, the, this is the modern age, like the Jetsons level Thanksgiving where you have robots at <laughs> dinner fighting instead of in-laws, right? And so you have your in-laws robots fighting, you know, and right. so that is fantastic stuff. And so this this shows that a lot of a lot of our arguments can probably be settled with robots. Just yeah, just give your arguments to the robots and let those robots handle it. And then everybody gets along at the table, right? It's not a big deal. You 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 oh actually uh, my robot. And then at the end of the day you can say, "Well, looks like my robot, you know, did better than you." Then you can you can take whatever personal, you know, <laughs> satisfaction you need yeah, well this thing's garbage exactly it wouldn't win my argument that's uh no i think i think i think all future uh thanksgiving problems are solved with robots and this is something i never ever anticipated yeah yeah and and it's it, it's something that's that's definitely going to happen so um the uh, so in between the two um in between the two thanksgivings sort of this Maccabean period of uh, Thanksgiving celebrations, right? Go ahead. Right. I, I read this article about um, the best casseroles, um, uh, what every state considers the, no, is, okay. is the number I, one casserole dish for Thanksgiving. It's just like a, just like a Buzzfeed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah Buzzfeed this is, article. this was not in the New Yorker. Okay. This, this right, was, okay. this was definitely right. a, um, a fluff piece that okay. I read, but it had some, I mean, it had some statistics behind it. It wasn't like it was, 
junk, but I mean, it had something in it. But it said that Washington State's was, do you care to guess? Yeah, I I, uh, I can't imagine. It's just stuffing. That's it. It's, yeah. it's just stuffing? That's, it's labeled in the corner as other. Um, apparently, like a stuffing casserole. It's it's in a hot dish, so they're, oh, okay. they're considering it that. Now, then there's like this band of states, like... Um, Idaho, Montana, all these, they, and they're all strictly green bean casserole. That's their, oh. that's their number one. Okay. There's a few that, and, and it's weird how they're connected, right? And none like, of them had grape nuts. That's what's interesting. <laughs> that's, yes. uh... Sorry, man. Sorry, man. Nobody went, nobody went to bat for your cereal dish. Um, yeah, anyway, so anyway. But so there the, was the broccoli band, casserole. This little, this little, uh, this little uh, vein of states that are green bean casserole and sure. and a few linked together that were broccoli casserole and a few that were this and there's you know down in the south there's a lot of sweet potatoes you know and that's great i love sweet potatoes um i like sweet potato pie even uh a lot but um something caught my eye there's one state that had a casserole i had never heard of before and i had to know more about it um and it was north carolina and they had pineapple casserole. No way. Yes. Um, pineapple cat. Now I'm a big fan of pineapple. I like pineapple a lot. And um, what? So I immediately had to read up on it. I'm like, what the hell is in a pineapple casserole? And it is shocking how easy this recipe is, and even more shocking, um, uh, how. <laughs> how well it was received by everybody that makes it. Um, really? It sounds absolutely terrible. But, um, and at the risk, I know we, we aren't supposed to talk about Crock-Pot stuff, and we aren't, and we aren't going to, because right. Dave isn't here, and it's not Crock-Pot giving. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Crock-Pot giving. Yeah, I will tell you, I, I, I want to put that on a t-shirt so bad. Um, <laughs> but... But... Um, the the ingredients the only thing in this thing it, it's it's a couple of cans of pineapple drained right okay and a couple of cups of uh, shredded sharp cheddar cheese okay? oh I've seen this I've yeah. seen this before it, it, and then you you put some butter on some um like on forty Ritz crackers crush them up and <laughs> put them on top. And then cook that sucker at 350 for 35 minutes in a nine inch, you know, deep pie pan and, you know, bring uh, it a out. A drunk person made this. That this is, is exactly what I said. Somebody is either <laughs> drunk or high and created this. And, uh, and I'm reading this now, first of all, I, every recipe you get on the, on the internet you have to deal with the person, the the chef's personal journey, how they got yes, there, like their backstory, yes, and yes. like oh, and we were at a puppet show earlier in the day, and the puppets were talking about um, jicama, and jicama is a plant that I loved. You know, I'm like God, come on, just get to the recipe. I just want to see what it is. There's 250 people gave it five stars. I want to, I want the recipe. I don't want to hear about. You know how your, you know your uncle's pants inspired this. You know I don't need to know, um, but I get down to this and I did want to read what they had to say about it. She said this sounds absolutely horrible when I was told about it and I didn't believe it. So they dared me to make it. 
I made it, and now I make it every week. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty much how that went. And I'm like, wait, she makes it every week? Yeah, just about every I make it just about every week. <laughs> and I'm like, this I okay. I, I all right, you know, and so, so d- tell me, did you make this? I did. Oh, okay. Uh the next day. I swung by the the um, I swung by the supermarket and I had to get something else and I'm like wait a minute somebody had crushed pineapple and pineapple tidbits by the way is what is what it takes crushed pineapple a can of crushed pineapple yeah. and a can of pineapple tidbits I'm okay? not exactly sure what pineapple tidbits are I wasn't either but they're just like it's just like little you went to the cash and carry and got six gallons. <laughs> I did not, but okay. now that you think, now you think about it, yeah, because when you hear tidbits, you're like odds and ends, you know, yes. pineapple sweepings. It's what they yes. swept off the floor of the Dole plant. <laughs> so, um, got these things, and I brought them home with Ritz cracker. I got everything you need, right? Which is, I got cheese, I got pineapple, Ritz crackers. We had butter at home. Okay, now it does take like a two thirds of a cup of flour to kind of fill it out and like sure. a little bit or six tablespoons of flour and uh, two thirds of a cup of, of sugar in there. And I don't even think you need that really. Um, it fills it out. You mix that stuff together. You put it in. It's so easy to make. We cook that sucker up. Now here's how this went down. Um, we had Thanksgiving, right? Had it. People were there. We had, we had had pie. We had, uh, people had left. Okay. And I started talking about this stuff that I got and I'm like, yeah, it's really easy to make. You have this stuff, whatever. And they're like, oh, you, you didn't make it for tonight. And I'm like, no, no, we didn't make it for tonight. And he's like, I'm, I'm kind of be interested in having this. My, this is my brother-in-law. Yeah. I'd kind of like to try that. And, and my, you know, my sister-in-law, she's like, I'd kind of like to try that. Everybody, all of a sudden I'm like, all right. Like, this is like literally when people are supposed to start to go, Um, you know, well, not when they're supposed to, but when they would traditionally start to leave there. And I'm starting another dish hanging on (laughs) and I start this other casserole dish and I put it in the oven. I've never had this. I've never prepared it. It happens fast because this is a trashy. It is a trashy, dumb idea that somebody put together and went in, it baked, came out. We let it cool because you will, it, we will lava burn your mouth off if you try and okay. eat that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that sounds of. like it would hold heat. And it did. <laughs> and it yeah. did. Um, and then I'm, I'm making little like ice cream scoop sizes into these little bowls just to have the people try it out because maybe they don't like it. Um, one, one guest, by the way, at our house is like, you know, deathly allergic to pineapple. So yeah, I, that was probably out for them. Yeah. That was maybe still tempting. Put it up there, and um, and people were eating it, and they're they um, they're like, oh, there's varying varying points of interest. Some people really liked it. Some people were like, "Mm, you know, okay. But when it hit the back of my brain, I'm like, this must be what cocaine is like. (laughs) (laughs) This has to be what it is like. For, How long did it take for like the bloodstream and everything to like you know affect you know your nervous system? Before oh, the, it, it was, was so fast when that Tracy. I am not even kidding. When I had that first bite and I, 
And I, you know, when you when you squish the first bit of uh, to to really understand what's going on in the flavor, yeah, um, it hit and it rang all the bells. It it was so the, all all your receptors are just like firing, just like oh oh yeah, it's really good. And my eyes did something, and Wendy and Zach <laughs> saw what happened when I when I took my first because I was like the last person to try it. They saw what happened to my eyes the last, uh, the 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 first time I I took a bite, and my son looked at my wife and said he shouldn't have any more. <laughs> and when he's like, Zach's right, you shouldn't have any more. I'm like, this has fruit in it. It has it has. <laughs> now you're it, defending it. It has everything on the food pyramid. You're gonna find it hidden. Oh my hidden gosh! Throughout the house. Oh my gosh. And now it's like, how do I get more of it? This is, this is how a, this is how a hard drug problem is because now I'm like, I wonder if I maybe, you know, is boxing day a big enough holiday for us to I, I think mix it? Some, is, yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, so, also gonna, the piece of St. Stephen's that sounds pretty good. Same oh day, my so. gosh. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and how mm -hmm. many days of Hanukkah do we have left? <laughs> you know, I'm gonna yeah, we, I think this. we have three more. I'm three in. More left. I'm, yeah. I'm in. And yeah. I, I'm telling you, man, it, it was really, really good. But I do realize how dangerous it is because I would have finished it. I literally had to, um, I had a, I had one last little bit, like a little bit and then threw the rest of it away because that my, um, Zach didn't want any more. He liked it. My wife didn't want any more. She liked it. So um, they had restraint. Yeah, and I don't, so I had to throw it away. And it was one of those, I had to throw it away and then like put coffee grounds on it because- Oh, you had to ruin it. I had to ruin had it. You had to ruin it because you would be, be back like, into the trash mm, saying, you know, it's not that far down into the trash. That's, I took it this yeah, that is, a, that is a cocaine habit. That is a crack habit because you will do things other people will not do to get that uh, crack. So it's, it, oh, it was really, really good. I really loved it. Uh, pineapple casserole um check it out or if you have a better version of it uh please email the dave and steve show <laughs> at the dave and steve show at gmail.com yeah i think i've just seen it before but i've never tried it because i think i kind of like did a little quick visual inventory of what was in it and thought I, there's no way i'd like that oh but. yeah i abs i didn't think i would like it either cheese and pine this is ridiculous uh, oh my I'm gosh gonna, i'm gonna make that without telling anybody and my my family doesn't listen to the show <laughs> actually that's so not true good. But, uh, it's so good and uh, i and i absolutely loved it i'm gonna make it again but um but not not for a while I, i'm not gonna not, make it for yeah. a while this is gonna the be like the I can't turn the lights a little low, but the the blinds. Close yeah, the blinds it's, it's so an event kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Get a little Pink Floyd going or something, <laughs> and then just sit there and <laughs> Barry White in the back. <laughs> You'll never find. I, I don't think that's Barry White. Um, but uh, it's going to be like the the Monte Cristo sandwich. Um, I absolutely love Monte Cristo sandwiches, but I know I can only have like one a year, so it better be the best Monte Cristo sandwich ever. Um, and th yeah, there's gonna there's a couple of foods that I can't just willy nilly order and have. Um, yeah, because so. it starts a, it starts a problem. And, uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So. Um, so anyway, pineapple casserole, check it out. Dave is pulling his hair out. Me talking about 
Just um, going, recipes. No! Why are you car. talking about recipes, you idiot? Um, I I try I try to put as many references to cocaine in there, Dave, so yeah. that um, so that it'll be almost hip. That's what um, kept me coming back to it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. but it but it's very accurate, and um, I'm I'm a little glad I didn't do it when my dad was over, because um, it may have killed him, like. It, but that's probably the way he'd want to go. Yeah, it's kind of the way I want to go. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like a new it's a new way. It was like sable round, and now it's um now it's <laughs> pineapple. Yeah. I, and I think that's that's an honorable way to go. I think. I don't actually. I, that's a complete lie. That's wow, not... two two pie tins worth of pineapple casserole. He he really did it up. <laughs> that's how he wanted to go. He wrote it. He wrote it down right over there. This is how I want to go. <laughs> so anyway, that that was the uh, uh, that was that was really the the experience that um, that I really needed to tell the Dave and Steve show listeners about. Uh, if you have not tried um, that particular thing, go it. So I, I think this beats the hummingbird story at least. Right? Yes, it does. Okay, yeah, cool, I think it fits our demographic pretty well. Oh, good, good. Um, what was the other thing I had I was going to talk about? Well, nothing, I don't know. The notes section never works. All right, um, so I, I think we should... Do you, did you have anything else you wanted to add about Thanksgiving? Or No, I, I sure don't. I was glad that when my family got back. It was it was good that my family was did a really nice thing. Is my wife sent me a picture of the food they were eating. Okay. Uh, when I was when I was home, not like had just come home and discovered that everything on the planet near me was closed. Yeah, and, and so that she's like, "Hey, this is what we're eating," and so I was like, "That's that's great." Love that. <laughs> just that's gonna wonderful. Eat this book over here. <laughs> just gonna eat, just gonna eat this eat this uh, eat this coaster. Yeah. yeah, and I had a friend. I had a I had a friend uh, come over. A guy that I used to be a roommate with years ago. He he come he come over. He'd come over on Thanksgiving a lot anyway. Sometimes Christmas too, in the evening. And he'd worked all day. And uh, he's a contractor. He came over all day. And he's like, "Oh, I thought you'd have some food." And I was like, "Yeah, you picked the wrong house. You're standing around <laughs> drinking glasses of water." <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's it. That's it. It was it was pathetic. It was it was more pathetic than I than I ever dreamed it would be, and uh, that wasn't my plan. But uh, that's the way it goes. Well, um, I, I, it still sounded like it was a it was a good you know time. So I'll uh, I will uh, I'll call it a draw on our Thanksgivings. Yeah, um, all right, that's fair enough. That's a fair. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Well, uh, we will take a quick break on the Dave and Steve show. And uh, when we come back, we'll have the minute and some headlines and uh, then we'll, we'll let you uh, go about your day. But uh, here's, uh, here's one of our sponsors. Everybody knows you get the best deal at Larry's. If you're looking for great value and a good steak, Larry's is the place. We got new inventory coming in on Monday, so all these steak dinners have to go. I don't have room for all these steaks on the showroom floor, so we're pricing them to move, move, move. I got a T-bone here with optional potatoes and asparagus. Don't like asparagus? We got the same steak with broccoli or corn for the same price. Mention this ad and we'll undercoat it with A1 sauce for nothing. That's right, nothing. 
Corporate sent us a big truck full of lobster by mistake. Send it back? Hell no! Our loss is your gain. Get a butter-dipped Australian lobster tail for just $13.99. That's right, $13.99! At Larry's, you don't need to be a big spender. We have burgers and sandwiches for the economy class. No down payment, no credit? Who cares? It's just frickin' dinner. We are the last food dealership in town that will take your third-party checks. Got other food at your house? We'll give you top dollar for your trade. Come see us right now at Larry's New and Used Steaks at the end of Auto Row in Auburn. And we're back on the Dave and Steve show. Um, that was that was fun. Wasn't that fun? It's good to have sponsors. It is. I am glad that we have sponsors, particularly <laughs> ones that sell food. Uh, yeah, every once in a while, Larry will throw us a throw us a bone inside I, I a steak. I never feel like it. There, I never feel like it's his best stuff, though. Oh yeah, like he, yeah, he's I, saving I never, the better stuff think, for. Yeah, I think that he's holding back a little bit. I always feel like it's an it's an afterthought, and maybe it's because we beg so much <laughs> for something. Maybe he's just giving us the trades that he takes. <laughs> yeah, the trade is. I guess that's fine, but still, I just. Uh, it's always a little disappointed. I shouldn't bag on him. I'm sorry. It's, it's kind of just the way it is. No, he's fine. He's fine. That's that's good. Um, uh, I wanted to... Uh, I, now, normally, Dave would have just gone right into your minute. But uh, but why would I Why would I do that? I Maybe we should just... Let, let's go ahead and go into your minute and see, uh, see what you have for us in, in the minute. Your parents know you like nobody else. And after all, most parents are alongside you as they watch your brain develop over the years. Because of this unique experience, they are the utmost experts on whether or not you're being a dumbass. When one or both of your parents are telling you that you're a dumbass, the statistical probability of you being an actual dumbass is high. Now obviously there are exceptions to any rule, but that doesn't mean you should tempt fate and assume that you are the anomaly. If you find yourself in this situation, you should take inventory of your life immediately. Chances are, there is some dumbassery that needs to be dealt with. This has been Tracy's My Mom Called Us All Dumbasses minute she sure did yes. <laughs> and and it was it was an honor of a lifetime yeah absolutely it was uh it was uh it was uh, i i forgot now the funny thing is though is that that clip that we played last week that was from my mom calling into the show i played that at her funeral oh really so, like yeah so we were in a you know in our in our house of worship uh where it was a it was a 200 of her closest friends are there gathered and uh this was uh this was played in a, in a montage of things honoring your lives and and there were a few people dave was there and they, uh, there was a few people there that uh snickered uh because they knew what that was about but uh so i'd kind of forgotten that that exists existed so when i was going through the archives uh, i thought oh yeah that would that's that pretty much that really sums up a lot of things from that show and uh there, <laughs> there was <laughs> Oh, when when she really dotted the eye on that at the end of the uh, uh, at the end of the call, I I I, uh, I I I laughed really hard out loud to the point where somebody came out of a room and asked me what I was laughing about, and um, 
I and I, I believe I said I was just being a dumbass. <laughs> and that, that was that was all the explanation that was necessary. So yeah, that's it. So they just back out of the room and close the door, and it's fine. It, it's uh, very good. But uh, yeah, my mom was uh, uh, while uh, while proud of me as her as her probably most proud son. Certainly, certainly, uh, she uh, she was able to kind of call college she saw too so that was uh that was uh that was a good treat i really love that yeah that's i it, it was it was lovely to hear her um <laughs> call me a dumbass again yes that's uh, long overdue too that's uh, for sure oh <laughs> uh, yeah no kidding no kidding um all right um i think uh we might as well just keep this tracy show rolling and uh r- roll it right into uh roll it right into the headlines if that uh if that's okay with you yeah let's hit it all right and now straight from the dave and steve show news desk in beautiful Anytown usa plaza it's tracy green with this week's headlines oh yeah our first story, a grandmother says she was kicked out of a Georgia hotel by police in the middle of the night after she left a bad review online, forcing her and her six-year-old granddaughter to walk to a nearby hotel in their pajamas. Susan Ledger, 63, was on the first of a three-night stay at the Baymont Inn and Suites in the mountain town of Helen, Georgia, in September when she got a call from the hotel manager telling her that she had to leave. And it came shortly after her uh, booking site, Hotels.com, asked her to leave a review post-check-in. Ledger did, branding the property rundown. She also complained that her room to- room's toilet did not flush properly and that the pool was closed. Wow. Well, um, I think I would tell her to get out, too. <laughs> be like, oh, all right. Well, you know, uh, here's your money back. And uh, thanks for thanks for stopping. But you know what? If if you want to post that bad review, you better do it um, on your on your on your checkout night, <laughs> because that's uh, some of those pe- some of those people are reading those reviews uh, they're, and they're on the lookout for them. And it's their right to refuse service to anybody they want to. Um, so, <clears throat> I, I don't want to side with either one of them, uh, but yeah, uh, that's but it's, tactically, I think that there was there was a miss, you know, misfire. There. <laughs> there was, you know, I, I my brother was uh, he was traveling back to uh, Southern California and he had stopped for the night in Medford, Oregon, Southern Oregon, which is a that's a common place you might say, uncle to the road. If you were, uh, yeah. if you got a late start in the day and you head into California, so it's uh, he had pl- pl- stayed in a place in Medford and he said it was absolutely terrible. And I said I know a I know a place in Medford that's worse because uh, I had stayed there and I don't want to say their name, but it's uh, I can tell you that when I uh, when I was using my favorite search engine and I had it on images by mistake, yeah. Uh, the first image was from a Yelp review of the toilet. And that's never a good sign. <laughs> yeah, no. That's never a good sign. And so after looking at that, he felt a lot better about where he was staying. Um, but uh, she said, my granddaughter's uh, like clinging to my leg and crying so hard. This was scary. This was just horrifying. When police showed up to remove her and her six-year-old grandchild, 
writing in a report uh, that management wanted her out because she had given a hotel a bad review. Yeah, well, you know, um, that's not, I mean, it's certainly not doing the hotel any favors, right? It's not like it's not like that's going to win the hearts of you know, they're kicking a grandmother and their and her infant charge <laughs> out into the cold. So they're so the pool's closed and they kick you out if you don't like it. Yeah, well, that's that's a that's a that's kind of a new low. That's uh, <laughs> that, that's below the like Ellensburg uh, Thunderbird. Well, um, I mean, and and I I can literally stay anywhere now that I I've stayed in you know, Okanagan, I can stay any, anywhere, anywhere. I'll, I'll sleep in a bathtub and, 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 and I will not leave a bad review. You have to really earn a bad review from me. You re- I, I will give a good review, like at the drop of a hat, but a bad review. So do you, do you look for like silver linings? Like in your review, it's like, yeah, it's run down, but uh, I didn't get scabies from the sheets. So. no, no. No, Thanks I'm using hot water. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I I have a I have a love hate uh, relationship with reviews. Like I'll go on to like, I'll go on to Yelp and I'll read the reviews and be like, yeah, the food was great, but uh, I couldn't find a place to park for forty five minutes. One star. What? <laughs> the food was great, but and and all that's going to do is just you know screw up that poor small business owner because they happen to open up a place on Capitol Hill where nobody can find yeah, nobody any can parking park ever. ever. Yeah. Right. So it's it's like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love the food here. Oh, the, you know, the risotto is incredible, but my girlfriend broke up with me there. So two stars, you know, just like, why you people yeah, are no, But I'm reading that and I'm like, if I was your girlfriend and, and, and let me just disclose this, I've never been anyone's girlfriend that I'm aware of, but uh-huh. just, so this is hypothetical. Right. I'm just saying like, I would break up with you because just profiling your personality based on that review, you're very easily break upable. Sure. Sure. So, yeah. And this is, uh, I think I'll end my, uh, exploring being anyone's <laughs> girlfriend. Hey, uh, second story, black, uh, Friday might get the hype, but here's a certain sector of the workforce prepping for something else called Brown Friday. Uh-oh. The day after Thanksgiving is usually, the busiest day of the year for plumbing and drain service providers. Oh, According to Roto-Rooter, yeah. one of the largest plumbing repair and sewer drain cleaning services in the United States, there are several factors that contribute to the issue. Large gatherings, meal preparation, kitchen cleanup, overload sinks and disposals, while post-meal waste loads up toilets and sewers, creating lots of work for plumbers. Yep. Yeah, and I, it it's... Uh, potato peels in <laughs> in the in the sink or the um uh or the disposal it it's like it's like gold for those plumbers and and if you th- if you think hiring a plumber in the middle of a tu- a regular tuesday is expensive oh thanksgiving night is like oh well i hope yeah, plumbers you have that probably second mortgage have their thing yeah plumbers probably have their thanksgiving on wednesday yeah so they get that whole day off and they uh they get the, the <laughs> yeah, fresh gloves prepped out, up and know. ready to go yeah oh my god yeah absolutely yeah. they they really they and like that's uh, it's happened to me like uh 
at one of the houses I was at for Thanksgiving. Um, just, and it's somebody helping out. There's a lot going on in the kitchen. Somebody's peeling potatoes into the, into the sink and, you know, didn't think about it. Right. That's just going to be chopped up in the disposal. Nope. That's not how nope. that works. No, no disposal. And, and let me tell you, uh, Drano will only do so much on, you know, two gallons of potato peels that you yeah, anything put down that goes this through two that inch many pipe. potatoes will definitely get rid of your pipes yeah. as well. So, yeah, I, it's uh, that is true. It says many Thanksgiving hosts over uh, also have overnight guests who take extra showers, baths. They flush toilets, apparently not in my house and might even do a load of laundry or two. This extra strain in the plumbing system is like the proverbial last straw that breaks the camel's back. So this led to companies like Roto-Rooter to dub the day Brown Friday due to the amount of sewage and wastewater they deal with on the day following Thanksgiving. Oh, I bet. I bet that's, yeah, I bet that's their, <laughs> that's their bumper crop. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Those are just, yeah. Oh. You got the old timers telling old Dills. Yeah, I remember that uh, one th day after Thanksgiving in '89. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. It had been a it had been a great year. A lot of people had had been very prosperous that year, so they bought extra turkeys, they bought extra potatoes, and they just put them all down the drain, and 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 we loved it. It was fantastic. There's new copper everywhere. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, absolutely. I, I imagine that there are there are people that you know, and you really that that's that's when you need to have your your core service. You need a handy person that can handle um, yeah. plumbing. Sometimes um, you do need a plumber that you can go to that you that that will take your call on thanksgiving you need yeah, a... you need one on retainer really for that i mean if you can get plumbers on retainer yeah, um yeah yeah you want to know it's like look i know you're gonna i'm gonna pay you top dollar don't worry yeah. come come to my house a lot of people are gonna hem and haw for the price not me yeah so just, yeah yeah exactly just and they, they they need to know and they need to they need to fix your face in their mind <laughs> and be, right yeah you need you're to gonna be Christmas the person cards. they come to yeah Oh yeah. 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 Treat them well. When they're there, they get donuts, they get coffee, they get whatever you have. You, you, you know you what Dave him. does? You know what Dave does? What's Dave do? calls Phil. He does. And he sends him down Dave into calls the, Phil. He sends him down into, into the, the sewer. Hey, can you figure that out? Oh yeah. And that's and why like, Phil uh, will always be Dave's number one. Yeah. And yeah. Dave's and he's like, Hey, uh, I got a little something on my shirt. Can I, uh, is there a way I can do the, take off my shirt and do the laundry here? And Dave's like, no, it's got crap on it. <laughs> I don't want that going through my laundry. <laughs> right. so, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a, that's a, I feel that's maybe a codependent relationship there. But. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, third story, seething and vengeful, vengeful, Wendy wine was on the lookout for a professional killer. She meant to hire as she waited inside a Southeastern Michigan cafe. Wine wanted her ex-husband dead, but she didn't want to kill him herself and didn't know anyone she trusted to do it for her. So she did what a lot of people do when they have a job they can't do or, or don't want to do themselves. She searched the Internet and found Rent-A-Hitman 
Com. <laughs> now, what Wyden found was presumably reassuring. The website promised her confidentiality. Uh -huh. It boasted of industry awards. It showed off testimonials of satisfied customers, <laughs> including one from Laura S., who has said, quote, I caught my husband cheating with the babysitter. The website bragged about complying with HIPAA, which uh, it said was the Hitman Information Privacy and Protection Act of 1964. <laughs> A nod to the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act uh, that was passed in 1996. So the trouble for wine was that rentahitman.com is a fake website. It's yeah. not run uh, by uh, Guido Finale, as they claim, but it's run by a Northern California man, 54-year-old Bob Innes, who forwards any serious inquiries to law enforcement. So yeah. it has launched the site 16 years ago. It's part of, an, part of an internet security business that never went anywhere. Instead, it has served as a honeypot of sorts, attracting people who want to hire professional killers. Oh, man. And you really got to be kind of uh, naive on there. But I imagine people of a certain age that, that expect their internet to work in a certain way um, will go on and um, it says I'm on the dark web. It says it right there in the, in the banner. Yeah. Um, this, this is, this is adjacent <laughs> to having your Alexas talk to each other. Really? <laughs> this is basically and asking for your password. Uh, Alexa, can you get me a hitman? Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Here that's... are pictures of a hip man. <laughs> No, <laughs> that's like Rick Astley or something. So, I mean, you go on and I mean, it, like there's drop down menus, what kind of hit person you want, um, you know, and, or, or, or it's like match.com. Like, oh, I don't want that person <laughs> killing my, my husband. I'd rather, oh, the, if, if he meets her, they're probably just going to have a baby. Um, yeah, that's like, no, where they're not. I want to know, like, it, yeah, there's like levels of service, like, you know, where you're just, you know, there's the efficacy, you know, isn't guaranteed. It's like, well, you can have the cheap way. It's, you know, <laughs> it's Drano in the whiskey. Yeah. And, uh, they may or may not drink it and it may not, may or not be enough to kill them. Yeah. You know, but if you're going to, if you're going to pay for the 30 yacht six, you know, shot from uh, the six long shot. Away. Yeah. Yeah. From the, uh, the uh, book repository, <laughs> uh, you're, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna have to pay a little extra for that one. You get the, uh, underneath the, um, uh, willing to kill up to, um, up to three people at one time. Uh, no, uh, you know, no children, you know, uh, <laughs> You know, yeah, no, we're not freaks. No children or people with disabilities. I, I will not kill. Um, I will not kill a dog. I will not kill, but I'm. I will happily kill a cat. You know th that kind of thing. So that's yeah, that's good. Well, I I want it to be ethical. That's <laughs> really all I want. So for wine, it didn't go well. She was arrested within days of seeking out an assassin and pleaded guilty earlier this month to solicitation of murder and using a computer to commit a crime, which apparently is, it's a special, yeah. special crime. Yeah, you, get, you get extra so, time tacked on for that. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So under her plea agreement, she faces at least nine years in prison where uh, she was sentenced. Says, okay, look, so I wonder if you can tell like, what the weirdest used a computer tack on sentence would be like cattle rustling, which is still a thing, but 
they used a computer to do it. So that's like extra. We did that story a long time ago where the guy that like went, went ahead and got castrated by the two guys he met on an internet forum. Yeah. And yeah. So I'm wondering like, and then, so they, uh, they were pretending to be doctors and it turns out when you just meet someone in an online forum too, and they want to perform a castration on you. Generally, here's a tip. It's not legit. Probably not. Yeah, it Probably just sounds not. legit. Yeah. For sure. Just don't be fooled. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The banner so, that anyway. says you're on the dark web, you're not on the dark web. Yeah. And yeah. They, yeah, and they'll cut it off, but that doesn't mean you won't have a very bad infection afterwards. This is a little there's a little slot on the side that says enter your Bitcoin here. Um, yeah. Yeah. That no, yeah, those that. are yeah. So I mean, not that that's bad, but I mean that's you have to kind of add up the the risk factors do a little risk assessment there so <laughs> exactly anyway you know uh even christmas trees are not immune to the pandemic induced shortages and inflation plaguing the economy extreme weather and supply chain disruptions have reduced supplies of both real and artificial trees this season oh okay no i i can see why i mean there's a lot of stuff in short supply uh, i was just at the uh uh, there's a car dealership and they do not have inventory on that lot. I can't believe how. And so if it's like that for them, it's got to be like that for everything, even Christmas trees. What what are they selling then? They don't have a lot of inventory. Are they selling like refrigerators? No, they're still selling the cars, but you don't get a hell of a lot of choice. It's like, hey, I'm here for a sedan. Uh, would you like a van? Because we have a couple of those. Uh, no, I'd really like a sedan. sedan. Yeah, yeah, I'd really like a sedan. Uh, you won't see a sedan until 2005. <laughs> Do you need it right now? Because it's a van. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, yeah, I. Um, that's. Uh, it, I didn't expect this with the trees, but American shoppers uh, should expect that they have fewer choices and may pay up to 30 percent more. Uh, for both types of Christmas trees, officials uh, said. So, Steve, uh, in your choice of Christmas tree, are you uh, are you natural or do you like to go uh, um, augmented? Well, I love a natural Christmas tree, but I I just it makes me so nervous to have it in the house. You know, when I was growing up, uh, my parents had me take the Christmas tree out after the season was over into the um, uh, into the garden. Uh, we have a we had a big garden. It was bare. There wasn't anything in it. Um, is this where you uh, buried your underwear? No, it is that garden. Okay, same, yes. same. Okay, so same I'm garden. Like two old Christmas trees and uh, some fruit of the looms in there. That's One Christmas tree, um, and it was like it was still green, right? And I took it right. out there, and I I just touched a match to the side of it, and the the speed at which that thing got so like hot enough to melt like metal, um, yeah, and how fast that whole thing burned. Um, freaked me out to a point where I'm like, I don't want to have a, that's like, why would you bring that fire hazard in and then drape it with a bunch of cheap electrical lights? I have no idea why. So we, we have a very nice, um, uh, imitation Christmas tree. I would love to have one. In fact, um, we did go and look at live trees that we could have outside that we could plant somewhere. Um, right. Not a cut tree, but uh, an actual replant, right. you know, bulb. So and you, thing. Did, you get a placenta underneath it and then just plant it. Yeah. Just that's yeah. the best way to plant you, a tree. Go on Craigslist or rent a placenta com. <laughs> rent, rent a placenta. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Um, 
but yeah, I I like a I like a I like a cut tree. I really do. But I I have to have a I, it has to be an imitation tree. A, a yeah, I, tree. I am doing now, and I've done for the last fifteen years something that growing up I thought I would never do, and I was just oh man, just no, natural trees and just whatever, and it, there, nothing could replace it. And after the first one we had in the house, I said. Uh, it took one one time after the first year we had a we had a, a real tree after that i'm like we're gonna go get a fake tree yeah. i don't want to do this again yeah and uh and so we we spent we spent a lot of money on it and mm-hmm. um and like way way too much i don't even want to say it's it's embarrassing it's just it's i feel terrible and but uh it was um we we went and got it and it's fantastic and so that was one thing i did and during Thanksgiving, like I got out Christmas stuff. I wanted my family to kind of have a reset when they got back and go from like one festive situation into uh, a new one uh, upon their return. Uh, I didn't get as much stuff out as I thought. I was really, um, I was really uh, patting myself on the back for how much I did. But my my wife kind of pointed out there was a lot of stuff that I missed. So, <laughs> so anyway, well, she was still very grateful, but still. Was, yeah, I, I put up, um, actually, um, we, um, as a family, put up a bunch of Christmas stuff um, inside and out. I did a lot of the outside stuff. Um, uh, Wendy told me where the best stuff should go, and I put it out there, and it and it looks good. I'm pretty happy about it. Um, there's more I want to do. Like, I, I once I get going, I really want to get, I really want to do a lot. But um, But getting me going on it is like, it's it's a little hard, but once I start stringing them yeah. up, I'm like, ah, I want to put lights everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's a, I can't get started, and it's something I will decorate for uh, Independence Day because the weather's great, summer is rolled in. I'm in a good mood. I'm outside. It's warm, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll do I, I decorate outside way more for Independence Day than I do for Christmas, and it's it's stupid. It's a little embarrassing, probably. Um, if I had the ability to be embarrassed. I would definitely be embarrassed about it, but, um, the, uh, but that's, uh, that's kind of like, uh, I just don't want to go out on the ladder in the cold and do that. But, uh, I definitely will, uh, shout out the window to my wife, ask her how she's, how she's doing. See if you could when make she, her a cup of yeah. coffee or something. Yeah. Hey, yeah. are you cold? Cause you look cold. That <laughs> it's, it's kind of warm in here. What you want me to put a shirt on? That's okay. Fine. <laughs> so, anyway, it's a double whammy. Weather and supply chain problems are really hampering the industry. Uh, executive director of the American Christmas Tree Association. That is a real thing, an industry trade group. Growers have been hit hard by floods, fires, smoke, drought, and extreme weather conditions. So otherwise known as the big Christmas tree. Record-breaking uh, uh, heat and wildfires in late June took a heavy toll on Christmas trees in both uh, farms in both Oregon and Washington, two of the nation's largest growers. That's so. yeah. That it, the the supply chain thing is really hitting a lot of different places, uh, kind of strangely. I, the, the, we really haven't been hit super hard, but yeah, okay. I was one of my favorite things uh, at Christmas, and I remember was watching on TV because this would always be covered. Was that uh, the White House Christmas tree? like the really tall one that they yeah. have when they're having parties and dignitaries and things going on at Christmas that always came from our state. And they would always sort of do a news story on it being, you know, you know, chopped down and then hauled across, uh, 
uh, Washington State so that, uh, you know, Nancy Reagan's could have her picture taken by it or whatever. So, um, <laughs> so that's, uh, um, that uh, was always kind of a fun story. And it's something that still continues today uh, in, in even uh, to this year in the White House. So that's fun. Well, it's, uh, I think it's a fun, I think it's a fun tradition. Um, Joe Para, um, the guy yeah. that has that show, he has a special. Joe Para helps you pick the um, the perfect Christmas tree. Yeah, he it, goes out in the woods and uh, yeah. it's great. Yeah, it's it's really it's good. Um, if yeah. you're a fan of if you're a fan of Joe's, Dave is not, but he's not here, so we can talk yeah, about so it. Uh, totally I love okay. Joe Para. Joe Para is uh, definitely it's uh, that's one of my uh, favorite shows. I'm going to try to get definitely. him on the show, and Dave will not be here for that. That'll just be a you and me show. That'll... Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to write that down. I have nothing to write that on, but I'm going to make a note, make a note to reach out to Joe Para. Yeah. So, I mean, is he still pretty big? He's we... yeah. He's 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 great. I bet. Is, we... he, is he twisted sister big though? That's what I kind of want to know. He's he's good size. He's getting he's getting more popular. Uh, he, he just even even when we first started, he's getting more popular. Than... His third um, the third season of his show is is just coming out. So all right, yeah, all right. little ten minute shows. Right. They're absolutely fantastic. Um, Tracy, you have any other headlines? Nope, uh, that's the news. All <laughs> right, great. Well, we've had a pretty good show. It's uh, it's gone over an hour, and uh, and sorry you had to listen to it, but I had a good time. I I think you had a good time too, Tracy. I I, I, I always do, I, most certainly. Dave's been yelling into a pillow for the last uh, uh, because I'm probably I'm probably not talking into my mic microphone properly. So yeah, yeah, he's definitely uh, taking anti-anxiety medicine right now freaking out about it yeah but um we wish dave all the best it'd be great to have him back um next week will be our uh christmas show um it's a special christmas show we're putting together um and uh, we won't leave you hanging um i'm gonna be out uh for a couple of shows i'm not gonna be around for a for a couple of weeks i might call in or something but um yeah sorry i know everybody's gonna miss my 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 sexy voice but uh, maybe we can get somebody to fill in for you. Well, yeah, do that. Like, like Phil. Is that what you said? Yeah. We're gonna get somebody to fill I, in I'm not for saying, me. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, just I didn't know who, but I mean, Phil could be. I mean, he's like kind of at the top of the list, sure. <laughs> okay. Well, well, it's been a good time, and uh, so on. Uh, on behalf of of myself and Tracy and Dave, who is uh, in New York and will safely return to us, um, we will we will catch you next time on the Dave and Steve Show.
Bam, 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 bam.